Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Business with Bordeaux podcast. I thank you for joining me for another week. Now, last week we had Mr. Kevin Knox on the show. It was a great interview. I hope you got a lot out of it. This week we have Brinson from God Chasers Entertainment. He just released a book, 10 Things Every Christian Hip-Hop Artist Should Know. He also hosts a podcast, the God Chasers Podcast, and he has a new album out, Black Canvas, uh, over on iTunes and all the digital retailers. So yeah, go cop all that stuff. Before we get into the interview this week, I want to thank our patron, Mr. Aaron Simpkins over at True Strength Apparel. Dot com. Go over there and get you some some clothes, some hats, some beanies, some hoodies, some uh, sweatpants, everything you need, uh, all the workout gear as well as casual wear. He's got stuff for winter, stuff for summer. Just go check out everything he's got. Uh, it's a great guy. I interviewed him. He was the first interview uh, of this new format of the Business with Bordeaux podcast. I'm still looking for some more interviews to do. So if you know any Christian business owners, Hit me up on Twitter at JasonBordo1, or you can head over to businesswithbordo.com and uh, get to the contact section and send me an email. Uh, I'd love to hit up some Christian business owners. They can be an online business. They can be a brick and mortar business. It doesn't matter. I want to interview anybody with any kind of a business when it comes to uh, to to a Christian business owner. Uh, there's so many uh, aspects when it comes to running a business in general. And I feel like when you're a Christian, you know, you're held to a higher standard. And so I'd love to talk to anybody who has a business that's a Christian. That way we can discuss, uh, you know, the behind the scenes stuff that you don't always see with business. We can figure out how they get started. What was the inspiration? Was is a particular God calling thing? Whatever it is, uh, you know, we definitely want to be able to get all that uh, good stuff that way for any of you who may want to create a business yourself or who are thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, you know, all of the things you may need to know before you get into it to decipher whether or not this is a venture you want to go into. And that's the whole point of the podcast. So anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump into the interview with Mr. Brinson from God Chasers Entertainment. So here we go. All righty, welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you for joining me again. And we have a special guest this week, Mr. Brinson. And I'm sure you have seen him, um, heard his podcast. He's got a God Chasers podcast. He has just released a EP not too long ago, Black Canvas. And he has been featured on the Trackstars podcast a few times. So uh, if you are a follower of this podcast, you have definitely seen him around and about through our partners in uh in the christian hip-hop sphere uh brinson i want to welcome you to the show brother how you doing i'm doing great man thanks for having me on brother great opportunity man it's a blessing yeah man i appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule um if i'm not mistaken you've been doing ministry full-time for about 10 years right oh yeah oh yeah been about a decade been uh around the globe with it god has been good opening doors you know what i'm saying um just being faithful and um, with it, and letting letting God do His thing, man. And you know, I'm I'm not the I, I want to be an inspiration to um, independent artists, Christian hip hop artists all over, you know, because I'm not the guy who um, is in the in crowd of Christian hip hop or you know got co-signs from a lot of the bigger name artists. Like I'm I'm a guy who's just been faithful doing ministry, been giving God my best, and God has just been opening doors and, you know, just being um, super active, super, uh, um, you know, God has just kept me relevant the whole time, you know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, I just want to inspire other artists who, you know, have a mind about the Great Commission that the Lord can take you places that a cosign can't, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of artists, a lot of artists uh, really believe that if they don't have the attention of their their favorite artists, that they can't uh, do work in Christian hip hop, and it's it's untrue. It's six billion people on the planet, and you know uh, whatever testimony you have and a uh, place that God has placed you, that you know there's room for you, and God can expand that room if you're faithful and you know you're about 
working this thing out and believing and and treating people right and uh, just trying to treat people like Christ uh, treats his children and love people and, you know, God will do the rest. Amen, amen. And speaking of uh, being, you know, an example and a model for the artists out there trying to make it, you just came out with a book, uh, which is 10 Things Every Christian Hip-Hop Artist Should Know. Right, and uh, things so, every Christian hip hop artist should know. Yep. Oh yeah, and it's definitely it's it's a lot more than ten things, for sure. But you know, breaking down ten chapters and it's split up really well. I'll be honest, man. I honestly think like this book could have been named Ten Things Every Christian Business Owner Should Know. Because the principles. Here's the funny. The funny thing about it is I I had a com- this conversation with a worship uh, a few worship pastors um that's in Jacksonville and they told me the same thing and they were and and I'm re releasing the book it's 10 things every Christian artist should know and then um uh I'm going to go to that business fair so in the next 3 months I'm going to have uh both of those books out I'm just going to tweak some things in the book um, add gotcha. a bonus chapter and re-release it. Yeah. Awesome, man. That's that's good to know. So we already got the exclusive. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so, nobody uh, knows that. I've I've already written a, a written a bonus chapter, and um, I you know it was one of them things like, man, I wish I would have said this because um, I I'll go ahead and elaborate. It's it's really about coming out of the funk of uh, being an entrepreneur and somebody in the faith. You know, when things don't go right. Um, uh, I think it's important to to know how to get back on the horse, get back on track, and um, I've had to do it so many times. I feel like I'm an ex- expert out of, you know, when you're a writer, you, sometimes you get writer's block, and we don't know how to get out of it. And when you're a creative person, um, you have those little blocks and things like that. So, you know, I wrote about, you know, how the lessons I've learned over time and the prayers that I prayed over time, getting out of those situations and, and, and how to jump back in the saddle, you know. So that's that's the bonus chapter in a nutshell. But it's real in-depth. I just gave you the overview of it. Wow. Nice, man. I appreciate that for sure. So speaking of entrepreneurship, uh, if you would, I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit of background about how you got into to doing this full-time and, and being a true entrepreneur and uh, especially being a Christian doing it as well. I know a lot of people are convinced that to be in business, to be a business owner, you can't be an honest, ethical person. And uh, mm-hmm. I definitely disagree with that. So yeah. seeing a Christian man like yourself doing it full time, is uh, it's really an encouragement to other believers out there who want to create a business. So if you don't mind, man, I'd love to hear a little bit of background. I'm sure the listeners would too, about what it was that had you say, okay, I'm going to do this full time and, and, and have a living doing ministry. And uh, what, what was it that, that led up to that point? Um, it's, it was a combination of me when when I was uh, growing up. You know, I didn't grow up in the best neighborhoods, and I said within myself that I was going to be different. You know what I'm saying? And even in high school, I was never in the, the end. I had a whole crew of people who followed me, and I just like, look, you can either be with these cats or these cats, but I'm going to do it my way, you know, like this. And when, you know, when I gave my life to the Lord, I I just believed that he had a strong purpose for my life. And I I went into it without a plan B, you know. Um, so I went to uh, – my major is music business. I went to uh, Belmont University in, in Nashville, and uh, I worked for a few independent labels there. And, and I also worked for Sony, uh, BMG. And uh, Providence, uh, which is a, a gospel uh, label, and okay. you know, I learned a lot of things working for these companies. And um, the it was one company, an independent gospel company called uh, Pinnacle Entertainment. They had all these great deals, and the guy who, who was over it, he taught me a lot about business, and he hired me to be. And the whole time I was trying to rap secular why this was going on and I was working for a gospel label and um, I was just trying to get him to to put me on because he knew so many people in Atlanta you know and um, he hired me to do TV and internet marketing for him so I would you know reach out to all these TV stations and 
and uh, just a lot of the, the marketing aspect of it. And uh, when I got out of college and um, then I rededicated my life to the Lord and I just stopped doing music. And then uh, one day, a few years after just being infused in ministry um, and, and after I got ordained, um, I just felt the Lord telling me that it's time to, to pick up this music thing again and do it for him. So at the time I was working at um, Blue Cross Blue Shield and I stacked up a, a, a nice little 401k and I was like, man, I'm just going to build a studio. Cause at the time I wasn't rapping. I was just producing, like I was producing like every day. So I just cashed out my whole 401k uh, built a small, high-quality studio in my house, and for, like, two years straight, I would just produce for, like, 10 hours a day, every single day, and um, I, that's wow. when I started. Yeah, that's when I started God Chasers, and I signed a few guys. One of the guys who I signed is still on the label. His name is Ready Rider, uh, and the first um, year that we started putting out music, it wasn't the first year we started. Like, I was doing uh, beats and stuff, like, for I was just producing for people and, um, you know, cats around town. Um, I got a chance to produce for some national artists. And um, cool. in 2007, we released, like, nine projects because we we were such studio rats. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, like, album after album after album. And then the next year we did eight, <laughs> eight albums. So it was album after album after album. And, um Man. Of course, I don't do that now, but, you know, I went with the mindset of there's no plan B. Like, this is right, what I'm going right. to do for my lifetime. And, you know, reading all these books, and I just kept my mind sharp on what do we need to do to promote? What do we need to do to flood the market? How can people um, know more about this ministry? Like, um, it, God Chases is, is super great commission-minded, you know? So right. it's like, how can I reach more souls? How can I – how can – these words penetrate the hearts of people who just got out of the club, things like that. So um, my my target was the lost, and then, you know, um, a portion of it was to strengthen the found. You know, the people who are already in church, how can I say things and, and they encourage them to keep going? And um, so I had so many. I, we basically, in the first three years, took the strategy of no limit. So it was like flood the market, flood. That was the the mindset of flooding the market, flooding the oh, market, yeah. get, getting people to know who you are, keep, yeah. you know. So it it was like everywhere that we could set up a booth and, and everywhere that we could um, do hand-to-hand combat with CDs, we were there. So uh, then as far as full-time, I knew that I had to have multiple streams of income. So, I had to do uh, writing for some people. Um, I, I have a publishing company. Um, I'm a published writer. Uh, wow. Uh, what else? So a lot you of know, the stuff touring. that you're talking about right now, you actually have in the book, right? I believe so. A lot of the principles. I, yeah, yeah. Right, right. A lot of a lot of the principles for for staying in the game and. Um, Having, I think I talked about having multiple streams of income because you can't depend on one thing. Like even if even uh, secular artists, like you'll see Puffy, he started as a producer, but you know he has so many businesses: the clothing line, the the uh, the adult beverages, the, all of these things. And you know us as people in the kingdom of God, we got to do this. We have to have that same mindset, like. If you're going to do this full time, you can't just be an artist. You have to right. be an artist and uh, understand business, and you have to understand kingdom. And you oh, know yeah. the the principles of the Bible. You know, a lot of people are discouraged. We said this before the interview. A lot of people are discouraged about trying to, you know, keep the word of God and do correct business, and you really can't. Because a lot of these businesses are taking biblical principles, putting them in their business, and they're succeeding. I mean, yeah. God's principles work whether you're a believer or not. 
that's why you see all these people trying to be philanthropists and giving away all of this money and 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 sowing in the other people like in uh as the Bible instructed us taking care of the poor, uh you can't not do godly principles and reap uh you can't prosper. You know what I'm saying? So you have to do what God uh instructs to prosper. So what I do uh, well, I guess I'm, I'm. Go ahead, man. You guys, you got to ask me another question. I'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good, I'll man. You were some. I tell you, man, you were hitting on some 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 seriously important stuff that people need to hear. That's why I, I kind of was letting you go, man, because you just kept rolling and rolling and rolling in the in, in the gold, and <laughs> I didn't want to stop you. But um, but yeah, man, using God like you know the world uses the principles that God gave for us to use. And they're benefiting from it. And uh, so. Extremely benefiting. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, so I'm going to go ahead and dive into the book a little bit. Now, okay. um, so the book, like I said, it's called uh, 10 Things Every Christian Hip Hop Artist Should Know. And right. the, the one thing I told you uh, before the call was that, or before the interview, was that the book, uh, when, I, when I got it in the mail, I, I'll be honest, I saw it and I was like, it's kind of a short book. And uh, you know, looked at it. I saw the chapters, and then once I started reading it, I was like, "Oh, this book it's it's short in length because there's no fluff at all." Yeah, yeah, it's no fluff at all. I've read so many uh, marketing and promotions and uh, music business books, and I hated them because you have to dig and dig through the stories and the, and yeah. through the stuff you don't care about. You know, I don't. Just give me the information, you know what I'm saying? So I wrote a book like I would want to read one. And being an artist, you don't, you know, the creative-minded person, a lot of times, you know, they have so many things they want to birth and create. Is The time is so limited, you know what I'm saying? So it's like right. I don't want to um, take people's time. I want to give you the information, stir you up, and send you on your way like, you know, um, that's the type of book that I want to read. Give me the information. Give me the action steps. Give me the mindset behind why you did certain things. Just in case, if I don't agree with you, I can tweak it. And if it works, it works. You know. So that's how I really uh, wrote ten things every Christian hip hop artist should know. Um, and in hopes that when artists, this is what I'm trying to do. One of the goals with the books is trying to get people postured right for business, for ministry, and to have their hearts right in it. So Christian hip-hop, I'm concerned with uh, the culture of Christian hip-hop. I'm concerned with the people who are not concerned about the Great Commission anymore like we once were. And I'm like, man, if if, if I can share the tools and the things that help me prosper in my my career in, in hopes that you'll see the burnings for souls and and for the kingdom to expand it while we're here, then I feel like I'm doing a great service to the culture because I know from testimony after testimony after testimony uh, how many people have been affected and life changes from, you know, just some of my music. So, I, you know, the next generation of cats coming in, I want these guys to really have that heartbeat for souls and and, and prosper and do good business. I mean, because it's, we shouldn't have a – competing mindset. My competition isn't any Christian hip-hop artist. My competition is T.I., Migos, um, Young Jeezy. That's my competition, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, but man. But you were talking good. about the book. You were talking about the book. You were talking about the book. I told you, man, you got to <laughs> you gotta reel me in because I keep going. Nah, All right. So, um, so earlier, you know, you, you talked about uh, the finding different streams of, of income mm-hmm. and uh, diversifying uh, the different streams and all that good stuff. So you also mentioned, um, and this is something I'd like to ask, uh, kind of also with your podcast as well, talks about, you know, hiring out things uh, for other people to do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with you doing so much, um, you know, what are some of the things that, that, you know, that Brinson does to kind of help himself? Uh, what are the things that you kind of, uh, I guess, outsource to some people? Uh, I know you have the podcast and you're writing the book and you're doing music. Mm-hmm. So with all those things, I know 
uh, unless you're Superman and you don't sleep ever, that some of those <laughs> things are probably outsourced. <laughs> I'm guessing, and uh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And so, but um, so the importance of that. Why did you feel like like it was so important to put that into the book? And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs feel like I have to do everything myself. No, I, a lot of I times learned I can that. Hold people back. Man, it's one is time. Two, I learned early. It took me a while to to learn this, but when I got it, I ran with it. You can't do everything, and, and if you and not because I tried to do everything, and right. things were lacking. You know what I'm saying? Like you you can't be a super great artist and your own accountant. You know what I'm saying? Like something gonna slip. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, and most creative people I, that I've met in my life, they're not great at math. So you you want to have somebody to help with inventory. Like, um, I mean, I outsource. Uh, I can't do graphics. Of course, I hire somebody to do graphics. I hire people to do my uh, my uh, online uh, inventory, my online, my web hosting, my, my web uh, development. Um, I hire people to do the graphics for my shirts. I outsource for, um, as far as music, mixing and mastering, I go to uh, different studios and, and engineers to get those done. Um, at one point, I would outsource to get people to choose beats for me. You know what I'm saying? And if I like them, you know, because you can spend months looking for the right beat because you there's so many producers and so many websites and I mean Oh yeah. And, and you know, you outsource somebody to help you with your accounting and um and, you know, even outsourcing with your social media, you know, you might need somebody to help with that. I mean I know plenty um authors and other people that they don't touch anything with their social media. I mean I do all my social media and I have certain tools and um apps to help me with it, but, you know, to try to stay on top of it, you have to really schedule. Like, my social media, I use a, um, a app to send things out at certain times, but I spend like an hour uh, per week to set up my whole week, because I want to promote, um, like, my music, my books, and the, the products on my website, like my snapbacks and things like that, right. but I can't do it every every moment that I feel the urge to do it. And that's why you have to pre-plan, outsource, and get people to help you. You know, um, even with live shows, I I get I pay people to help me, uh, you know, at my booths and, and sell products and stuff like that. Like, I, I understand that I can't do it all. You know, I'm just one guy, and I'm just, I just, I need all the help I can get. You know, yeah. and it's a, and on the flip side, it's a blessing to pay people. I mean, it is a blessing oh, when you yeah, can man. do it. When you can do oh, it, sometimes yeah. and and God has blessed me with people who vol who who volunteer sometimes to help, you know. And that's it's a it's a a great blessing, and and He did it for me for years. And then when I got to the point where I could pay people, I did, and it, it's it's so great. And I and it's a blessing in doing it, man. Um, it is. Yeah, a that's blessing, one of my bro. main goals. Like one of my main goals is to be able to employ people one day, yeah. Because, like you know, and actually Derek Miner just said it on the record. I, I said it about a year ago on Facebook. I said most people want to want to earn a million dollars. I want to give one away. Mm-hmm. Like giving is such a blessing. So being able to to get people to help you do work, do important work, and uh, and be able to you know compensate them for that, it, it is a huge blessing. So. Um, so, yeah, I'm super glad you pointed that out. So one of the last things we want to mention from the book, and it, it's really kind of hard to not give everything in the book away because, like, like I said, it's, you know, there's no fluff in it, so people aren't buying the fluff. And uh, I hear a lot of people talking about their books and podcasts and stuff, and a lot of times they give away some key points, and then the only thing left in the book to read is fluff. So, uh, <laughs> But I did want to mention uh, one of the important things that I saw, and uh, towards the end of the book, you were talking about, Making a schedule and, and and making sure that you were finding yourself productive because if you didn't, that that could really drag you down. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. 
And I thought that was super extremely important because, you know, there's been, uh, I mean, I'm only 27, but there's been, you know, years of my life where I just felt like I haven't done anything. And it makes you feel terrible. And so, you know, what, have you had any experiences like that yourself? Or oh, how, do yeah. you kinda, how, how do you handle that yourself? You know, how do you set the goals and to make sure you're staying on track and keep that traction going? I think the first thing you got to do is is really pinpoint what you want to really be doing. You know, because a lot of times I, I run into the, in the creative people and they give me 20 things you want. they want to do. I'm like, man, give me the thing you feel like you're meant to do. It, it, break it down from 20 to 5. Give me the, give me the 5, and then give me the most important out of the 5. Where, where, where does your passion drive you? You know what I'm saying? And where, oh, yeah. wherever that is, that's – if you want to be like me, I want to be in – a Marvel movie before I die. Like, I really want to be in a Marvel movie. Like, and then I do, <laughs> Amen, man. I'm brother. like, Amen. Amen. I, I want to do, I'm going to tell you, I wanted to, I tried to uh, apply to be in this Black Panther movie so bad, bro. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, help me. So if this is, if this is one of my main goals, I have to reverse engineer from the biggest thing. Like, the goal is to be in this Marvel movie. What steps do I need to take? might need to right. build up a re- a resume and whatever that is that's how you get to those goals if you plan on releasing a single then you got to reverse engineer you need artwork you need uh an engineer to mix and master you need uh a beat you need to to get the feeling of a, a song that can be on radio ready you know then you got to go back well shoot I need to write the song so you start there you know what I'm saying? Finding the beat, right. writing a song, and then you make that schedule. Um, I, I ske- man, this book was supposed to be out maybe April. I wrote oh, the wow. book from yeah last. I wrote this book last year, and I and I and I put it. I I blocked the entire month out of my schedule. I said from November 5th to December 5th, I'm going to write this book, and I'm not going to do anything else. I'm not going to write music. I'm not going to do a concert. I'm not doing anything. I'm writing this book. And as I'm writing, and as I write, I'm going to create strategies to promote. I'm going to plan out a podcast to to make a different platform, you know, to expand my brain. So I was, during that whole month, just thinking of books that I read, what I loved about them, what I hated about them. Um, you know, what's the feel? What's the walk away from? What is, what is the information? What is, you know, I, I I had a few chapters that didn't even make the book because I was like, these aren't as, these are not as important as these. So I had to schedule times to write. If uh, I would pray, uh, put my uh, book, a notebook that I would write in. I Half of the book I wrote, the other half, uh, this was all I was speaking in in a in a tablet, you know, recording right, what gotcha. I was saying. So yeah. I was scheduling these things out. Like you got to block out time. You have to make time to do this. And, and I know people are busy. Then you have to cut out what's not important. Like shoot, dude, I love Gotham. I love uh, watch wrestling. Um, I used to I used to like watching the Flash and I used to like watching Arrow, but then when it was time to do this things to be productive, I had to cut them out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so we had we yeah. have time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you know, uh, just certain things I couldn't mess with. Like I couldn't mess with my prayer time. That's that's sacred. I ain't messing with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, or if I want to take my dad to lunch, you know, I, I ain't messing with that. But everything else. Is is adjustable, you know what I'm saying? So you have to oh, yeah. make that, make your schedule, make your priority. And the Bible said, write the vision down and make it plain. Whatever you want to do, you have to have this stuff written and keep it before your eyes. Like um, hang it up in your bathroom, put it on the door. Like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and you put um, time frames on it. Don't put I'm releasing it uh, in a month. No, you got to put these steps time frames right for a month 
find a beat for two weeks, write these dates out, things like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, those priorities are super important. And I'm, I'm learning myself, like, I have to push aside a lot of things I really enjoy. And, uh, mm-hmm. and Flash, Arrow, all of those things, you know, they, they've been put on hold for a while. And, right. uh, you know, so it's, it's, you know, time with God, time with family, time for work. And then the fun stuff in between, you know. So yeah, man, that um, glad you pointed that out too. So, uh, quick note, wanna I'll save it for the end because uh, I know you enjoyed it so much. I want to get your thoughts on something, but I'll hold off for a second. But um, so you said you got a couple more versions, kind of like this coming out. You said you're gonna write. Are you writing? Are, yeah. Are they already written? Oh, uh, no, for the, for the most part, they are. Um, the one on, the one on business is 90%, the, the, uh, 10 things every Christian artist should know that's, that's pretty much done. Um, I'm just waiting to put it out because I just put out this book and I don't think it'll be that smart to put it right back out. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Oh yeah. Um, but, but I mean, it's going to have, you know, more, a bonus chapter and things like that. And I'm actually yeah. um, going to send the people who ordered my book through the site, I'm going to send them some extra stuff from um, when I started the podcast, I was asking some of the guests important questions to give to people who got the book and stuff that I didn't release on the podcast to kind of help them, um, you know, in their journey. So, right. Got some extra goodies coming. Sweet. So go ahead, uh, if, you, if you would, tell everybody where they can go ahead and get the book at. Um, you can get it from my site, imbranson.com or godchases.com. It's on Amazon. Uh, paperback, you can order that with Prime, or you can get the Kindle version. Um, and you can get the ebook on on um, Barnes & Noble, and it's on iTunes. Um, but uh, I appreciate people getting it from my site. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And, and um and if they I'll just say if they uh if they're on my website businesswithbordeaux.com, they'll actually be able to see uh there's a link that goes straight to your site for the book too. Oh man, praise God. Praise so God. even if they see it on my site, if they click on the picture of the book, it'll go straight to your page so they'll order it straight from you. Mhm. And one 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 more thing I want to talk about business wise if if we got time for it. Yeah, um, go ahead, man. I just want people to, to change their mindset about money, you know what I'm saying, because the Bible gives us so much richness on how to handle money with tithing, with offering, with giving. And I think I look at money so different now. Like um, I look at it in a few categories. What, I'm, what am I giving to the kingdom first? You know, so it's above 10%. Right. Then – what am I saving? I think every everything that come in, I'm trying to save 20%. And then, you know, then what's the percent that you reinvest in what you're doing? Because I think that's, for independent artists and entrepreneurs, that's the thing that, that tears us up, saving and reinvesting. And we got to uh, have that mindset on every. Every dollar has a percentage, and it goes somewhere. So if you don't put a name on the percent where stuff goes to, we start blowing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. Um, what say? I think for entrepreneurs, saving is the most important, even beyond reinvesting in the business, because what saving is going to do is going to give you space for opportunity. Because if you're an artist and a mic going to sell or this is what I, I'm trying to train myself to do my albums uh, December and January, like as far as uh, getting beats and things like that, because everybody is having a Black Friday sale. All the producers of <laughs> sale got beats on sale and they got fired. And, and oh, you, yeah. have, you have $2,000 saved up, you will have one of the most bangingest albums, period. You know, and yeah, even things, yeah, it, everything is on sale November, December. It's like we just got to be disciplined enough to save 
And then on and the all the features are on sale too. Come on, that's right. All the features Brother, are on sale. You better go out there and get you a feature cheap. That's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm look, whoever you think is dope around fish, yeah, you man. Can get, you, you can get sixteen for the low. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing it right now too. I'm, I'm seeing some people right now that have some alpha, not some uh, some sixteens on sale. So. Yeah, yeah, man. So I, I mean, for entrepreneurs and guys um, who are writing books and graphic artists and every, dude, I got one of the coldest graphic artists guys. He's gonna do my next uh, album cover, brother. I just got him for the low. I said, "Come on, Jesus!" But you know, when we <laughs> when we don't put put a name on the dollars, you know, and and really be prayerful about it, like Lord, where should we go with this? You know, then. Yeah. We don't get those opportunities, so I think it's important. And we we don't have to chase money. That's chase God me. instead, right? Chase God. We don't have to chase money, man. <laughs> if we for real, yeah. man, it's true, dude. My my heart. I'm telling you, man. I've been in the most peace in my life, money wise, than I've been in, in years because I'm like, man, I'm. I'm not chasing this stuff, and I'm just going to be wise with it and just, you know, save some. I'm going to invest some money, you know, get some mutual funds. I'm going to reinvest in God chases. I'm going to reinvest in the kingdom. And then you, the Bible says little by little wealth is gained. So $10 here, $10 there. If you don't got a lot, then you put your little away. The little is so, it's so peaceful to watch this stuff build. and then. God give these opportunities to us and you know, um, man, I'm I'm my mindset is searching out people I can sow into. Like artists. I'm praying, Lord, what artists can I sow into? Because, <clears throat> dude, people have sown into me and I knew the importance. I tell you, I'll tell you one. Victory. This was years ago. Man, I'm grinding, you know what I'm saying, jumping on plans. I'm I'm just trying to give God my best and victory out of nowhere. This is years ago, dude, maybe like oh eight, oh nine. Oh wow. like dude dude, what's your PayPal? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> dude Man, that's incredible. Sent, he sent me a couple of bills, dude. He just did it. He dude, he just did it. Wow. And I understand yeah, when you when you get in and you get in one of those positions where you've been saving you giving uh, God is giving you an opportunity to give the people, man, and that he and, and um, he don't know how much that did to me and, and changed my mindset about when you're prosperous, you pray because he he said he prayed and the Lord put me on his heart to give. So entrepreneurs, you want God to open doors for you, you open them for other people. You want God to financially bless you, you financially bless people. You know, Amen. the words say, uh, God is not mocked whatsoever man so That's fairly reap, man. That's what it's about. And I think that's yeah. one of the reasons I stay relevant so long in, in the Christian hip-hop game because I'm always referring people when people are like, who should I bring in to do this concert? Call this guy. Call that guy. If I can't do it, do this. Boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. we, the world system and the kingdom system is totally different. You know what I'm saying? So, man. I hope that bless somebody, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I uh, see now I'm gonna have to go make sure I get Victory's album when it comes out. His uh, his all his oh, future man. albums just for that. Yeah, man. He he <laughs> dope, tell you, man, man. He, A lot of times, man, and and this is uh, just a quick nugget for people. Um, one of the most important things you can do is to give to somebody without expecting anything in return. There you go. And you go. because you never know how it's going to turn around and be a blessing to you. And even if it's not with, with, with a financial thing, or even if it's not with, you know, any kind of monetary or physical item, just giving to somebody in need is, is a huge blessing all on its own. So, right. yeah, man. So speaking of that, uh, make sure everybody go get Brinson's book, 10 things every Christian hip hop artist should know. And, uh, and like you said, you can get it on imbrinson.com. And uh, and if you happen to be on my website and you see it, it'll link you right over to his website. And um, so, yeah, uh, brother, I, I tell you, man, really, really appreciate you taking the time 
to uh, sit down and do the podcast with me. If you haven't subscribed to the God Chasers podcast, make sure you subscribe to that one as well. Uh, he does yeah. a lot of great interviews. The French uh, 30 Minutes in Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, I'm going to have to, man, like, whenever you get some more time, I'll have to get you back on the show to talk about some more business stuff, man. Hey, man, I, uh, hey, I'm with it, brother. I'm with it, man. That's that's one thing the God Chasers podcast is about, too, bro. So we in the same lane, you know what I'm saying, oh, yeah, Encur- yeah. encouraging entrepreneurs and um, playing dope music. And if you don't have my album, Black Candles, go get it. Yeah, man. I, I, I told him earlier off the uh, off air, I told him that Grudges, that's my song. Oh, yeah. So y'all, y'all need to go get that album. It's, uh, it's dope, and it's it's available everywhere, right? iTunes and Google Play and on your... Yeah, please don't stream my album. Please don't stream it. Please buy it. <laughs> please. Please buy if it. You want to hear, if you want to hear Brinson's thoughts on streaming, you will see it on the track <laughs> You can go to YouTube. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, man, it's, I love it's, that. It's, oh, man, I, I would love uh, to have a round two with that. But, yeah. man, I... Man, I have thoughts on even that, bro. I, I haven't shared them yet on, on streaming, but <laughs> hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man, uh, real quick before we go, something I was trying to hold off on was, one, real quick thoughts on Star Wars Rogue One, mm-hmm. and two, what is the number one movie you're looking forward to next year? Mm. And, I mean, obviously in comic book world, because there are so many good ones dropping next year, and uh, – <laughs> I, okay. I honestly, for me, I'm thinking uh, Thor Ragnarok because of its importance in the Dude, whole entire storyline. It's, it's, so, it's so many. It's I think I 2017 is going to go down as the greatest year for movies of all time. Yeah, man. Of I all agree. time. Dude, we have, we got Thor. We got Black Panther. We got the Planet of the Apes movie. We got Kong. We got Fast 8. We got uh, the new Star Wars is coming out um, next year. Dude, it's so many great Transformers. Like, dude, it's, yeah, too, it's, it's too much. Guardians you of the know? Galaxy 2. Guardians, that's eight. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, think, uh, I think Black Panther is coming out 2018, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I well, think so. If, I think if it is. Well, I, I got a whole other year to get in, get in that movie. I got a whole and year. And then um, Logan's coming out next year. Right, Lo- freaking Logan. So my thoughts, <laughs> my thoughts on uh, Rogue One. I thought it was a great movie. I think it's the second best movie to come out this year. Of course. Yeah, the, I the, heard. I heard on the God God Chasers podcast that Civil War is number one. Of course, it's going to remain there yeah. until somebody knocks yeah. him out. Um, you didn't even I mention think, you. You didn't mention Justice League or Wonder Woman. I, I'm not you excited about them. Okay, I'm not excited okay. about it. Yeah, I'm not excited. Yeah. <laughs> if it's following the trend of you know, Batman vs. Superman and yeah. Suicide Squad, which was, wasn't a bad movie. It's just I haven't seen it yet. It's cool. Red I, I, it's cool. It's a cool movie. It's a cool movie. It's, yeah. <laughs> but Rogue One was great. Some people said it was the best Star Wars. I disagree. It, okay. it yeah, was, a buddy of mine I, said it was number three. A buddy of mine said that uh, Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. New Hope, and then Rogue One. I no agree. Says. I agree. Okay, cool. I agree. I agree with him. I agree with him. Um, uh, I I really like Force Awakens. The only thing I didn't like was Kylo Ren without the mask, and he was some bratty kid. But you know, when Disney put their hands on stuff, it's it's always parental issues and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's all. That's all the rat. The rat doing. Man, this so. This could go into a whole other podcast, bro. <laughs> oh man, listen, my, dude, I'm oh, a movie man. buff like no other. So, yeah, Rogue Rogue One <laughs> is the reason I can't put it over um, the Force Awakens because you know you got Han Solo, you got Chewie. It's just it was so much, you know what I'm saying? And then the whole coming out of the doodoo trilogy of Star Wars with Jar Jar Binks who single-handedly almost ruined the franchise. You know oh, what I'm saying? You coming out the doodoo era and then you had this great movie and then you have Rogue One and I think it was it was great, man. I've seen it twice. I've seen it uh, yesterday for a second time and I'm probably going to take my dad to see it again. So it, it's a great okay. movie, man. 
it's it's great. Donnie Yen, right. dude. That's all I'm saying. Donnie freaking Yen. And uh, <laughs> Donnie Yen was great. And I, I came out the movies, and I was like, yeah, man, Donnie Yen was good. And somebody was like, oh, that's the actor's name? I said, so you mean, I, I said, assuming you're asking me this question, that means you've never seen Ip Man. Ip Man, yeah, IP Man. No, i never seen that. I just walked off. I was like, who are these people? You know, I don't <laughs> <laughs> wow alright man well, I appreciate it man I appreciate the quick review I'll be honest I asked because I I personally am not a Star Wars fan I'm sorry don't don't crucify me I was me. about to hang up bro <laughs> I'm sorry bro I'm sorry man I want to be like I told my wife I was like we're going to have to find a time because in any of my screen time whether it's movies TV I tried to use that time with my wife and so I told her, I said, I'm going to have to figure out a way to get you to sit down and watch all. I, I haven't even seen episode seven yet. I haven't seen it yet. So uh, it's been out for a year. So I'm going to have to sit down and watch them all and, um, and get into the whole Star Wars universe for sure. But, um, but Brinson, brother, like I said, I thank you for, for hanging out with me for this amount of time. And so go over to ironbrinson.com for everything. Brinson, get his album, Black Canvas, get his book. 10 things that every Christian hip-hop artist should know. And uh, and if you're not a hit, and, and another reason I had him on the show is because this book is not just for Christian hip-hop artists. Now, mm-hmm. it is focused. It is, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a niche towards hip-hop artists and the uh, music industry, but most of the principles in here can apply to anybody in the business world and any right. entrepreneur. And kingdompreneur, as you put it on the Kingdompreneur, man. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, man, yeah. So, uh, yeah, brother, I thank you for being here on the Business Supporter Podcast, and hopefully we will hear from you soon, okay? All right, God bless. All right, man, later. All righty, that was the interview with Brinson from God Chasers Entertainment. You can visit, you can go get the book at IamBrinson.com, as well as his album, all of his music. And, yeah, go check out all the things he has going on over there. Uh, He's a great dude. It was a great conversation, and I learned a lot from the book. And there was a lot of uh, principles in there that, like I said, apply to every type of business owner, not just Christian hip-hop artists. So keep a lookout for the future stuff that he had mentioned on the interview. And uh, you know, he, he said it was exclusive, so it was an honor to be able to get that exclusive information from him. I don't even think he's announced it on his podcast yet. So uh, And don't forget to check out his podcast as well. He does throw in some good tips here and there when it comes to business, You know, whether you're an entrepreneur or, as he likes to say, kingdompreneur. And uh, I like that terminology. I'm going to start using that. Uh, Brinson, I hope I can use that. I might throw it in every now and then. Anyway, so yeah, I am Brinson.com. And, uh, and again, I want to thank Mr. Aaron Simpkins for being a patron of the show. If you want to support the show in a financial aspect, you know, it does cost money to host the website and the podcast and, you know, all of the, the nitty gritty things that are behind the scenes that most people really don't think about whenever they listen to podcasts and websites and stuff. But, you know, the stuff isn't free. There, is, there is, are some costs associated. So if you want to become a patron and support the show, there's a couple of little perks that you'll get for it. Um, you just go to businesswithbordeaux.com. You can head over to my website and there is a, there's a tab that is, uh, it says support. You can go click on that tab and it'll give you all the information you need to do that. And, um, and among the actual tier options, the, there's only three tiers currently. There's a $1 tier, a $3 tier and a $5 tier. And so $1 tier, you get a, a monthly shout out on the show, um, with the, $3 tier, you get a, a weekly shout out on the show. So whether it's a business or just, you know, your person. Uh, and then you also, I'll, I'll send you a thank you letter in the mail, which I actually still need to do for Aaron, man. I'm sorry. I haven't done that yet. I got to get that to you, brother. And, and, uh, and then with the $5 tier, you get the previous two things. And plus you get extra video footage of select interviews with a lot of the people we have. I did one with Aaron Simpkins. I also had an additional interview, um, clip with Mr. Odd Thomas and it's some video. So not only do you get the audio with the podcast, but if you become a patron and support the show, then you get the video footage as well. So it's, it's pretty cool stuff. And, uh, and yeah, man, so I really appreciate you, um, all of you who are considering doing that, it really is a blessing to the show. And it's just a blessing to have you listen to the show. I mean, it's amazing. You know, I didn't think I'd get, you know, five people to listen to the show, to be honest with you. I figured there might be a couple that would listen weekly. And there's more than just a couple that listen. So, 
you know, for each and every one of you out there, I appreciate your support. Uh, if you're praying for the show, I appreciate that too as well. If, if you're not a person who prays, I appreciate you uh, listening to the show and supporting just by um, by checking it out. Because when other people see the number of plays on SoundCloud and stuff, the more people that listen to it, people assume it's better content. And so seeing the numbers grow weekly, uh, even by, you know, just one download a week, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing. And if you do want to share the show, please feel free to do so. Whether you're sharing it from iTunes or Google play or SoundCloud, whatever you're sharing it from, that'd be awesome. And I don't ask this every week, but if you're listening to it on iTunes, if you want to go and leave a review and, uh, and a rating on it, give an honest rating. I'm not going to ask for a five-star rating because if it's not five-star quality content, I want to know. And so I want you to be you know, completely honest, leave an honest review, and, and I appreciate you for that. And, uh, and then hopefully the show will continue to improve with the, the feedback that I'm given and the kind of direction that I feel like the show might need to go. So anyway, don't forget to head over to trackstars.com. My, my blog content is over there as well as the audio blog on the Trackstars SoundCloud page. So, you know, I do a blog every week, a blog post. And that's kind of how this show actually started. I was just taking my blog content and I was making a podcast out of it. Then I was thinking, well, I really want to do interviews, but I don't know if I have time to do two podcasts. So I decided to continue with my blog posting because there's still a lot of good information out there that I want you to have. And I decided to continue doing the audio blog, which is the audio blog is only featured on uh, the Trackstar SoundCloud page and the Trackstar's website. So for that, head over to trackstars.com and while you're there go ahead and become a universe member uh, go check out their youtube stuff they are a great radio show podcast they have some great segments and check out line for line if you like christian music check out line for line um if you don't like christian music because you think it's corny check out line for line and hopefully it'll change your perception on christian hip-hop so anyway i think that's it for the show this week and uh Actually, this is the first show of the new year, so a happy 2017 to you. I hope it has started off wonderful. I hope you are, uh, I hope you set some goals and that you're striving to meet those goals. They're extremely important. Just real quick, a couple of the goals for this show. I want to 10 times the listenership because I feel it's important for growth and for a podcast that is kind of the standard for growth is the amount of listeners that you have. So I want to 10x that. You know, I'm getting an average of like 10 to 15 listeners per week. So that'd be like, you know, 100 to 150 listeners by the end of the year. And uh, and I could do that with your help if you share the show. That'd be incredible. But even if you just listen every week, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's awesome all on its own. So anyway, I want to thank you for listening. Oh, and one last thing. Don't forget to check out Solomon's Porch Podcast. Solomon's porch podcast you can go to solomonsporchpodcast.com that is the show that i do with my brother sean and we have a lot of fun doing that we record it on facebook live every week and so uh so don't forget to check that out that's also on itunes and soundcloud and all that good stuff and that's more of a fun show uh you know we we laugh and joke a lot we talk about some serious um christian issues uh i think this week we're going to be discussing uh, kind of the realistic views of death and when, it, you know, what kind of, as a Christian, how should we view death in the afterlife and that kind of the stuff. But then we also cover some fun stuff as well. So anyway, don't forget to go check that out as well. Sorry, I feel like I'm rambling on at the end of this podcast. So I'm a good head and free up your ears to, uh, to go and be productive and, and do something else with your time. But I appreciate you checking out the show this week. Thanks and God bless.